0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of 52 and 52, a podcast where we watch at least one movie a week for every week in the year and record an episode about it. Today we're going to be doing a double feature on Proud Mary and The Commuter, Uh, and I think we're going to start by talking about The Commuter, so uh, Josh is back here with me today. I was out last week. Uh, My internet was out. Um, Anyway, so we're going to talk about The Commuter. If you don't know what it is, uh, it's like the new Liam Neeson movie where he has to survive on a mode of transportation
1: uh <laughs> wait what what, what? i, don't, I, I don't, mean don't, who could who would have thought of such a concept yeah
0: it's very new very new concept uh never been done before with liam neeson um anyway so i was actually surprised at like the cast like because like patrick wilson and sam neill are in it too and jonathan banks is in it for like five minutes um kind of funny but um so it's the same guy that did like nonstop, unknown the shallows the Shallows, who, which is a movie we both adore. I like
1: two of those movies. I haven't seen. I haven't seen the, um, the unknown. unknown? Yeah.
0: yeah, it's 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 super weird. But I like nonstop a lot, so I was like pretty excited to see this. Like, I, I I went to the movies with someone, and this trailer came on, and they were like, kind of rolling their eyes, I think. And I was like, no, like I'm one hundred percent like down to see this movie. Hmm. So uh, I don't know. So what do you think? Did you like it?
1: Yeah. Well, it's funny is that I I, I really. Didn't didn't really think much of it going in. I was like, all right, I'm gonna go see a Liam Neeson movie, and I got a Liam Neeson movie, so I can say I was as entertained as I I would expect to be by a Liam Neeson movie. I just thought it had a pretty cool concept that it didn't do enough with. Where if it had done more with it, I think it would have been better than just a Liam Neeson movie. And okay. that's kind of like my initial thought on that. What what, what did you think?
0: Uh, I liked it. Uh, it so nonstop kind of had like some like political commentary in it and sort of like you know comments on society and whatever else you want to say like economics and whatever Um and this movie because this is done by the same guy so I assume he kind of like he definitely did
1: the same he like there's a
0: point in the movie where Liam Neeson literally like flicks off a like a Wall Street guy, yeah. Uh, or says fuck yeah. I don't remember what it is. Um,
1: and and this uh, and isn't this director uh, yeah. from like France or something? Yeah, Spain, yeah. Spain, Spain. So it's kind of funny so, that he's like commenting all this yeah. American capitalism and all that. And-
0: yeah. So uh, I liked it. I actually didn't. I, I didn't like it as much as Nonstop. I thought I would because I read like people that are like, wow, this is the best mode of transportation. <laughs> Liam Neeson movie, basically. And I was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> um, so. But no, no, I liked it. Uh, Liam Neeson is – like you said, it's – he basically is playing the same guy in different settings, trying to do the same shit that he's done for the last like 10 years. But it it still works, right? So that's like – I don't know. I think it's a testament to him maybe.
1: Yeah, so the first teaser trailer pretty much is exactly what happens in the movie. The woman played by Vera Farmiga sits down and uh, lays out a proposition for him and – starts it as a hypothetical but then it becomes it uh, becomes apparent that no this is actually happening and I kind of I, I kind of like the idea of doing that if they had uh, stuck with that a little more before it got to the point where these people were all-powerful and could like kidnap his family and knew every single thing that was going on and he just I knew he had to go all out and I would have liked to have seen him like have to sh- like go through a bit of a moral reckoning before it got to that point sure and that's that was my, my main thing is like I think this movie is just a more unique thing than just your typical Liam Neeson thriller if it was simply like he's strapped financially and he's unsure like there can be something that happens that makes him realize these people are up to to no good necessarily but maybe he's not aware of the fact that what he did could lead to a murder. He just knows this is something that's a step he's going to have to take sure. that's going to have some negative consequences, as they say multiple times, and have him – have it be a little more of a mystery that unfolds. And I think it just – it kind of goes from zero to 100. I mean, haha, <laughs> it's a train movie, whatever, but it, it kind of does pretty fast. And yeah. that's it, still fun to watch. I just think it would have been a little bit more fulfilling if it was like, man, this guy is like really hates himself that he's having to do this now, but he really needs that money. Yeah, Yeah,
0: I mean, well, that's why they had the the prologue or whatever, right? Because they were like, this is a typical day in the life of Liam Neeson. This is his family. This is his kid. He needs to go to college. And then, you know, of course, this one day he gets on the the train and then all this shit ensues. Um, But, yeah, I think you're right. I think there is probably room for it to be like a more serious movie. I just – I feel like they kind of just like fucking around a little bit and just kind of getting crazy because like some of the stuff with the action is like – I think there's a point in time where he's like shooting in one of the trains, like a gun, like right next to a bunch of people and nobody even like hears the bullets or something. And I was just like, well, <laughs> OK, that's that's fine. It's just like a it's like a weird mix of like reality and like surrealism at the same time. But I don't know. I I liked it. So I, and I feel like there was enough like twists and turns too, and sort of like investigation that it was interesting to last like an hour and 40 minutes
1: yeah it was really random how like you had to have at least some level of knowledge of how commuter trains work to probably follow it and how the and how those tickets work i've actually taken i've taken that train once before but it's they filmed it on a on subway tracks which is kind of weird but i've taken it up up through like the new york uh the the new york suburbs like that to visit my great aunt and uncle's house and like he's it was an interesting starting point for it. it's like how the hell is he supposed to just is just a weird task? why would these people just need someone to find a guy I I, yeah. I, I don't really know what's going on it but it's so yeah. it's kind of funny how that part of the mystery unfolds and I didn't mind watching that and seeing how he got to that point it's just and like you said it's it's fun throughout so I don't really have anything bad to say about it it was just I would have liked seeing him play detective a little longer before it got to action hero, which I was, you can't complain he, about being action hero. It's just, but he plays detective like as he's
0: doing that, especially at the end. Right. Like when he's like, and everyone is trapped in a single car and he is like sort of going through like, who could it be? Who could it be? Right. I, I don't know. No,
1: and, Cause like, no, yeah. like I said, I knew it had to end up there. Like, yeah. well, like or like, well, I get it. Like you said, he's, he is playing detective at the end, but it's like, he, all of a sudden identifies one wrong guy and then that guy's shot in the bottom of the train <laughs> and
0: okay cool well, he didn't know what was going to happen he just thought he could like get out of this situation right like
1: right but all of a sudden then he's a he's a murder suspect right yeah. off the bat like and it's yeah. like now he's a man on the run like yeah. with, with still more than half the movie left so I, I, like I'm just saying, I think it could have like actually taken its time a little more, which is I – know, I know it seems kind of stupid to like complain about a Liam Neeson movie that's not taking yeah. its time more. But you still can see him do badass action stuff and have it yeah. not be where it's like all of a sudden like these people can kidnap my family at the drop of a hat and now I know I have to do it. it, it he's all of a sudden thrown into that all the way, yeah. whereas, like, it it could have just gone a little slower, but I still think it's cool, and, like, it's pretty cool They have, like, all, obviously, like you, got, like you said, you got those other known actors, like, on the outside, but it's, I think it was smart that they're, after, like, it was stupid how they showed the Jonathan Banks thing in the trailer. Um, oh, did they?
0: I don't remember. Oh,
1: okay, yeah, so you kind of know that he's going to be off the train sooner sure. rather than later, but I like how almost everyone else on that train is unknown actor. Uh, an unknown yeah. actor cuz then that actually like i'm saying i i could have used more mystery but that's still it, it would have been ab- absolutely like no mystery if there's like you know who one of those actors is and then it's like yeah. oh wow well that person's obviously going to like be important later on i like that they didn't have that
0: yeah actually i, I was a little surprised at like the twist at the end cuz i was i was like i thought it was going to be more pre- i just assumed it was going to be more predictable than it was um and then so that's i was just cool. A little bit of a surprise at the end, do wanna, not, like, do you wanna, super surprise. Yeah, a who spo- cares? You,
1: okay, we can, yeah. I was going to say, do you want to do a spoiler section or just spoil yeah. it? So, I mean, I wasn't shocked that... Uh, Patrick Wilson was in on it. I, w-
0: well, I thought Sam Neill was going to be in on it too.
1: Yeah, that's that, that's what I'm saying. I thought yeah. it seemed like they were like they, his best friend was going to yeah. turn on him, but his best friend yeah. was working with the guy that made it look like they were yeah. not friendly at the beginning. So I guess yeah. we were at the same point on that. Where was like I wasn't shocked yeah. by Patrick Wilson, but I didn't think Sam Neill was going to be a good dude. Yeah, yeah, I thought because the
0: whole like time he's playing like he just looks like he wants Liam Neeson like dead or like yeah, whatever.
1: And that's not on the actor. That's just like a weird director choice. For I guess that, yeah. I guess that's maybe that's a smart thing where they're, they they're setting you up for the misdirection and they're obviously shooting that guy and making him make faces yeah. and just setting like i like what you're saying they're making it look like wow this is very ominous this guy's obviously like the <laughs> one that's pulling all the strings
0: and then when he's like uh oh, don't worry we michael like your family's safe that i was still like wait this dude is still gonna like fucking kill him oh and then it was like he okay he's a good guy <laughs> i was like oh uh all right that's fine
1: yeah no no when, when, i'm trying to remember when when i figured it out or i guess it was about about that point when he came up to him when when he when, when he came up to him and he wasn't like just saying anything bad at that point yeah. i was like okay well he's going to offer him a job like i, I that i also yeah. i also so as soon as he wasn't there to like fuck with him then i'm like oh okay yeah. well that's that's uh, that's how it's going to end so yeah. i guess like you said it could have been i guess it wasn't as predictable as i thought but like i still saw the patrick wilson thing coming from a sure, mile away yeah sure. so. yeah
0: and we could have uh, we could have had more stuff with like the vera stuff because he just like finds her at the end and then she's arrested and it's like well it's almost just like a nod to the it's just a nod to their like beginning conversation which is funny but it's also also like like,
1: but how do they prove that yeah yeah right she's like an all-knowing mastermind pulling the strings and supposedly covers her tracks like can they really just arrest this woman on grounds that he's like yeah that's the woman that talked to you on the train and called me and patrick and patrick wilson is dead so oh, like, yeah so it's like who who's there to actually like corrobor- yeah. corroborate liam neeson
0: yeah but i guess like he could be the witness but then he wouldn't be the one arresting her i don't know it's kind of I, it, it doesn't matter the movie <laughs> is enjoyable um if you liked like run all night and non-stop and and the, it, it's not really like the shallows in terms of like weirdness like that it's more like non-stop and and uh, and run all night um I think you'll enjoy it. I mean, it's like an hour and forty minutes, and it's just Liam and just like doing crazy shit for a while. It's I don't know. I enjoyed it, so I, I definitely recommend it. But I, there's like a good amount of movies out right now that are not bad to watch in the theater.
1: Yeah, so. and I think that's that's the best way to put it. You know, if you, uh, <laughs> I mean, like I don't I don't know if we, I mean, I don't know if people are listening at this point for a recommendation since we already spoiled the end of the movie. But I, I, I would just say like I just to give our final opinions. It's like this is not a for january i mean this isn't a bad thing to go see you know yeah I mean? absolutely um, absolutely it's, it's, it's a it's a fun time this is a dead aside from us like finishing out the like the oscar type movies it's it's obviously a normally a pretty thin time of year like I, I couldn't last year in january i can't i couldn't tell you what i saw that was a 2018 or 2017 release aside from split yeah. which which we like but like yeah there wasn't much else so i'd say like this at least fall this is at least one that falls into that category of like something good that m- got released at the beginning of the year
0: Yeah. Um, All right. So we're going to take a break and then we're going to talk about Proud Mary. Okay. uh, we're back. We just did a first half of the pod on The Commuter uh, with Liam Neeson, not by Liam Neeson. Um, And now we're going to talk about Proud Mary, which is a movie that just came out. Uh, It's directed by the guy that did London Has Fallen. And uh, it stars Taraji P Henson and uh, Danny Glover, and then a couple other people that aren't
1: as famous. <laughs> uh, who's Neil McDonough? Yeah,
0: That's yeah, it. I definitely definitely need to talk about Neil McDonough. But uh, <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Taraji P Henson works for like a organized crime family, and she's kind of like a hitman slash she's high up in the crime family. Um, it's just sort of like her story. Uh, I guess basically like the prologue of the movie is, you know, she has to do a hit on this guy. She didn't know the guy had a kid. She didn't want to kill the kid. And then she feels bad about it. And then the movie goes from there. I was like pretty excited
1: for this movie. I think I you was were too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, um, I think the trailer got me pretty hyped. And uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. So I actually saw this with Sky and Hannah. We, uh, we met up and we went to see this, um, was it Thursday, I guess maybe, or Wednesday, whatever it was. Hmm um and i think we were all like excited to see it and then after the movie, we were like <sighs> kind of <sighs> i was just like frustrated because it's like it's not good but like i enjoyed it but they I mean, it, it, it it, i think it should have and it could have been so much better
1: yeah i i, I kind of braced myself for something that wasn't awesome when the trailer the, the reviews didn't drop to like the friday morning it came out it's yeah. always it's always a bad sign but it was just the trailer made it seem like it was gonna be like kiraji kicking ass for yeah like for 90 minutes Yeah, it's and, not even like an action it's and, like there's not really that much action and you know? like there's a pretty fun sequence scored to proud mary where she does kick yeah. some ass at the end and i'm like wow i was hoping for like this to be at least half the film but instead sure. it's about 10 minutes of the film and then she shoots a couple people and that's the extent of the action, so
0: yeah. uh,
1: it's, a, it's a little bit of misleading advertising, and uh, where they're all, well, well, you went during the day, right, so there, were, I, yeah. I, there probably wouldn't have been a lot of people in your theater, like, I went on, a, I went at, like, a like 7.30 showing, and I was, like, one yeah. of four people in my theater, so like, yeah. I, I'm not even going to say it's something the audience is going to leave disappointed, because I don't, I guess maybe not a ton of people are seeing it, but I was just kind of hoping for a kick-ass action movie, and you got to kick a couple good action scenes, and then a bunch of, like, kind of p- blah pedestrian story of pretty predictable stuff you know
0: yeah it was like the thing is i feel like it either should have been like way more serious or like really dove into the weirdness of it because it was it it didn't really like have like a it
1: played it it played it too straight for what was a pretty normal story
0: yeah exactly and i think it definitely could have been weirder or it could have been like more atomic blondie
1: oh yeah because that's what i thought i was getting
0: yeah yeah which would have been cool and the thing is like sh- she can definitely like be the star of this kind of action movie but i don't think they like gave her enough to do um it will like basically she has to like do everything in the movie but it's not like enough like substance wise to me um it's kind of weird I, I, hannah mentioned this too but like it just it felt like they kind of like cut a lot of scenes out of the movie almost cuz to me it like felt like really rushed.
1: Well it was 80, like this... 88 minutes long. Yeah. No one no no movie only shoots 88 minutes of footage. But yeah. so it's like well, I mean more prop power to you if you can make a movie that short and have it be good but I, I don't understand why they felt the need to I, I don't know who knows what other stuff they shot but I agree with you. You
0: know. Yeah, like I I feel like the story was like it was coherent enough to follow but it felt like Every scene was just like fast, 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 like just needed to get the scene over with. Well, and it was like, let it breathe a little bit. You I know, don't know.
1: You know, I agree with that. The, the, the other reason I think that's a really good point is that, I, and I didn't really even um, make the connection when I was writing up my review and that it, they probably cut a lot of stuff, but I thought it just, it got from like, it went from like point A to point D, I think, once people started, important characters start killing each other. You yeah. know, it's like, it doesn't feel like there's been enough conflict aside from like, exactly, we, we yeah. get, we get that she wants to get out of the life of crime. But it doesn't. It doesn't mean that. Like it doesn't necessarily. Like it seems like a little bit of a leap, given what we've been shown to that point. That she's then all of a sudden start going to start killing people that have been somewhat important in her life. It feels like there should have been a few more scenes, at least, of uncomfortableness between them, you know, for it to arise to that level. Yeah, and it was like,
0: I don't know. It was like the dialogue was. It wasn't even like so corny. It just was like. So boring and like straightforward. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's a, yeah. They just play, it's, it plays it all like a straight, I don't want to say after school special because those aren't really about yeah. like, kids getting involved with an organized crime family, but it was just like, here's the, here's the kid getting taken in by the person and then here's yeah. how their relationship grows and that's it. And I, I, I don't, didn't think that kid actor was bad actually, but no, he, I thought was he was just, pretty good. It was just what happened was kind of what you thought was going to happen. And
0: yeah, 100%. You knew that he would find out at some point and da da da. Um Danny Glover was like – I don't even remember the last movie i seen Danny Glover in. Maybe Shooter was the last time I actually saw him in a movie. Yeah, but
1: he, he's been on the bench for a while. I didn't, he, he wasn't yeah, okay. like he, good? He, <laughs> he, he didn't get any warm-up shots in after he came no, out on the bench. It seemed like he no. was just – it's kind of rusty.
0: Yeah, like he, he was like not good, right? Did you feel that way too? Or? Yeah,
1: I, if you look at his IMDb, he's been doing B-movies for probably since Shooter, like you said. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm
0: looking at it now and it is – uh, Ugly. uh,
1: when was the last one I saw him in? Yep, Shooter and Dr- Dream Girls. Okay, Dream Girls. The, I didn't even know. I forgot he was in Dream Girls. So, yeah, it's been about 10 years, 11 years since like he's actually been in Jeez. something that was Damn, probably so long. that probably got like a wide release in a theater. Unless one of these yeah. movies is just something that came out that I never paid attention to in theaters. But uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, oh, oh no. He okay. So he was in Beyond the Lights, which is actually a really good movie. I forgot about that. But
0: important role in it.
1: <laughs> I think he might have played the. No, it looks like he played the police captain because the the main guy in that's like a policeman. That's yeah. the one. And I, I, that's when I had wanted you to watch yeah, at one point, yeah, yeah. but now like Nate Parker probably a rapist, so I wouldn't expect yeah. you to watch it. <laughs> it. It was it was a good movie before I knew that, and uh, yeah. and I guess he played the police captain to him, so not a very important role. Yeah, he wasn't good. I mean I, I the guy that played her – his son slash her former lover. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if he – I think there's a reason. I've seen that, him in
0: stuff, but I don't know. I, I couldn't I think, tell you what it I th- is right I, think, I think there's a reason I
1: haven't seen him in more stuff. Um, wasn't he in um, – no,
0: I thought he was in uh, – it uh, doesn't matter. What, I already forget the name of the show, but um, uh, anyway. Like he, he looks
1: like he was in Dexter at some point. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I never watched I, that. I know you did. Okay. Um, he was in, he looked like a small role in Cloverfield, and this was his first uh, movie role in eight years. Um Jeez. So I, I think we're kind of, you said we need to talk about Neil McDonough. What do you think about Neil <laughs> yeah, McDonough? Yeah,
0: so they had like, so here's the thing, right? This dude shows up as like the fourth highest person in this organized, you got Danny Glover, uh, this dude, Billy Brown, and Taraji, like right? A bunch and of then black have, people, and then like the whitest then, guy then, you've ever seen. And then Neil McDonough, who plays the fucking like SEC guy in suits. Just fucking like it as part of the uh, top of the organized crime family. And then all this shit happens, and they're like, well, the, the other crime family thinks that Neil did it because he's a perv. <laughs> it's like, wait, what?
1: I forgot that I, I, they called him a perv. I couldn't remember.
0: Yeah, they said they were like trying to say he abused uh, uncle's like uh, bag boys, basically. And that's why he would want to – they have beef. And it was like – they're just like throwing this in there. That's the thing, right? It's because they introduce him. We don't even know his name. And then they start talking about him in a different scene and we're like, who the fuck are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, he's a perv. Well, let's just kill him. And then Billy Brown is like, yeah, well, he runs every day, three o'clock. So and then, <laughs> and then he just, she just like caps him under a bridge, like the fucking last episode of Homeland, season one. And I'm like, like, what? <laughs> like what is so, and he's just out of the movie. It's like, hey, this white dude uh, abuses kids. Let's kill him. And yeah. it's like, it's so random.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, and I, I it, it just seemed kind of weird that they, they were so eager to just go ahead and do that. I mean. It's like, yeah, that's the peace offering we need. We're going to kill, like, our third most important person just to appease (laughs) them, and then they'll totally be chill.
0: Yeah, Uh, and then it's like, hey, then they try a drive-by, and... They kill five of our best. And then you see the scene when Billy Brown like goes to a basement. He's like arguing with Danny Glover. He's like – Danny Glover's like, we need proof before we move on them. And he's like, no, we need to start a war. And then Billy Brown goes to a basement, finds a guy on a computer and says, hey, man, I need proof. And it's like, <laughs> dude, you just said the same thing that your dad said. <laughs> this is like – I don't know why I expected more from the guy who did London is Fallen, but like
1: – I never saw London is Fallen. I was, just, like, I was just like, how hard could it be to make like a fun action movie with Taraji P. Henson shooting people? Hard, uh, apparently. Oh, Neil McDonough is actually from Dorchester, so maybe that explains he? how he got in the movie. That's like, we just need someone that—it wasn't like he was doing a hardcore Boston accent, but— uh No, um, no. He was just sounding like Neil McDonough. Honestly,
0: I didn't, didn't even know they were in Boston, to be honest.
1: I knew they were in Boston because at one point I heard them mention East Bay, which I knew was a Boston neighborhood, and I, and I knew Dorchester was a, like a Boston yeah. neighborhood. Um but that but they actually shot in Boston. I looked that up afterwards. So okay. really really enhanced the film that you guys shot on location. Good for you, I guess. <laughs> um, I
0: mean, the thing is like like it's not that good, but I'm glad I saw it like support them. We need more mo- like more movies like this. It's just this movie And just it, well, and it's cool that like
1: Taraji's been like a pretty like I mean, she's an Oscar nominated actress, but she's been more known for her TV work up until she did Hidden Figures, you know, cuz empire mm-hmm. had been such a big deal a few years back and it's cool that she's like 47 years old and she's getting to lead a movie whether whether it be a person of color or a white person like women of that age just don't often get the lead action movies and i think and i think she was actually up for it i think like you said yeah. earlier like she's capable of like kicking ass yeah. in a movie so it's just unfortunate yeah. that when someone finally does get that opportunity they don't put a better movie around them
0: yeah and the other thing is Inclusion-wise, is she, is she like the only female character in the whole movie? I guess Danny Glover's wife is in it for like three minutes, but otherwise, she's the only other female character in the whole movie. That and it's is like, a true I don't know. Statement. Shouldn't be? It, it just it, it just shouldn't be that hard. Um, but if you, I think I think you can support her, it's not like it's not a movie that you can't like sit down and watch for would you say like eighty eight minutes or whatever it is. So
1: yeah, you're you're. You're in and you're out. You'll get at least one really cool action scene. So if that's that that's worth the trip to the movies yeah. for you, then and it,
0: it was a good action scene though. Like that was a legitimately, that was a legitimately good action scene. Well, so
1: yeah. Think, so so. It, well, so the one with, that was scored to *Proud Mary* was really fun, and I was yeah. I, I was kind of expecting just a lot of the movie to be cool music her beating people up but the one Mm -hmm. where the one where they escape the house is is kind of ridiculous um because (laughs) there's so many people there shooting at them and i guess she takes at least i was happy she took a bullet because i'm like this would have been too ridiculous if no one took a bullet but at the same time it's that it was just like wow like that many people shooting guns and only one of them hit them it's kind of ridiculous yeah. but it was still fun to watch at least yeah. and i guess it's yeah. not any less realistic than the last scene but the last scene was just probably the better of the two so yeah yeah, yeah. um she also but so, she, she she recovered from that gunshot wound pretty quickly with doing self-surgery yeah, yeah. but he said it's, he said it wasn't that bad so oh it looked bad <laughs> uh, and uh, other thing uh, she she has a really dope apartment i thought that was cool yeah uh, that was sick uh,
0: yeah, it was a dope apartment, so I guess, dude. The,
1: and then it looked like Neil, uh, Neil McDonough had like a really fancy apartment, like right out, right on a park. So good on Danny Glover for paying his employees well, I guess. Um,
0: you know, <laughs> crime pays, man. You yeah,
1: know? yeah. Uh, so I, I don't
0: have any other points. Nah, nah, that's about it for me. So if, if you guys see it, you want to talk about it, you can hit us up on social media. Josh, what's your at?
1: At Josh Chernovoy, J O S H J U R N O V O I, and podcast is at fifty two and fifty two pod.
0: Uh, you can find me at a clambake, A-K-L-A-M-B-A-K-E, uh, podcast email 52in52pod 52 52 at gmail.com. Uh, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys next time.